on this weekly dose of entertainment we talk brightburn aladdin rob's recommendations and a top three top five I'm Zach. I'm Steven. And I'm Rob. So this is, Keaton's not here this week. Keaton is off, uh, I think, floating somewhere. Floating, I don't sure. know. Yeah, so he took, space. Yeah, he took a uh, he took a trip to space. And so this is my buddy Rob. Rob's from Houston, and Rob will be joining us and discussing all things entertainment for yeah. us this week. So we each went and saw a movie last night, but first I'm going to talk about a movie that I saw Thursday, and uh, it was Aladdin. Disney movie remake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was. I, I was not optimistic. I went in thinking I would not enjoy it, and I ended up enjoying it more than I thought I would. Yeah. I'm also. I guess I'll be going on official record here. Not a big Will Smith guy. Not a wow. big. Not a big fan Old of statement. Will Smith. I think he's. Well, I may have actually said that on here already. But uh, yeah, I think he's like more of like a superstar and less oh, of sure. an actor and all. But he. I mean, he was having fun. Like even when, like, there were several scenes where he's not blue, where he didn't blue himself, and uh, yeah, like any time he was singing or anything like that, he just seemed like he was having a really good time, and I enjoyed that a lot. I think they added a song for Jasmine that was pretty good, but mm-hmm. also a lot of the transitions into the songs were very jarring. Yeah. It wasn't. It was not smooth smooth. at all. Yeah, like there's one, like it's her song, the one that they added, and she's like walking up. Spoiler alert, we're going to be spoiling a lot for this. Yeah, you know, this uh, very old movie. Well, it's not that old. It came out in 92 or 93, I think. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she literally just like turns around and starts singing, and these guards are like, like holding on to her and. There's several transitions like that. My biggest problem with this movie was Aladdin. He was not interesting at all. Like, mm-hmm. they didn't do a good job of making him interesting. The actor was fine. I think it's kind of a weird role to play because I don't think it's... I mean, it's the genie. Like, the genie is the main role that uh, is focused on there and makes the movie and kind of defines the movie. Mm-hmm. The dude who played Jafar sucked pretty hard. Like, he... He didn't do anything to stand out besides, I mean, he wanted to take over and be the sultan and all those kind of things, and he didn't have, like, they didn't clarify his motivation at all or anything like that. And then, it was one of the Did they have Gilbert Gottfried in it? They did not, but they had, like, a parrot that spoke like a parrot. I do also have a question. Okay. Um, You said there were parts when Will Smith was not blue. Yes. Was he? Like, it was. Uh, was well, he black? Yes. Okay. So hear me out. He's also has a love interest in it as the genie. So the handmaiden to the princess uh-huh. is like a love interest, and really? they actively acknowledge that, and that's a thing they do. And I like that. Like I think that gives him more reason than just like sitting there and being goofy and being mm-hmm. just. Kind yeah, it's of, a part of this bigger tale, a handmaid's tale. Yeah, if you if you will, for if sure. If I will. And then also the CGI was pretty terrible in it, and a lot of the sets like felt like sets, like it didn't feel uh-huh. like a city or anything like that. It was just like, oh, like this is the the front gate set, and this yeah. is like the chamber set, and this is the desert set, and the cave set, and all those kind of things. And I think that's something that like the Jungle Book 
and Beauty and the Beast, I guess those are the two live actions they've done already, have done a significantly better job of. But Mm -hmm. it's a really fun movie. If you like Disney movies, there's no reason not to go check it out. All right, I do have another question. Okay. Because you said you were not the biggest fan of Will Smith. Yes. Um, My question is, a lot of people are giving hate on this movie because Will Smith was in it. Yeah, I think that's ridiculous. I don't think there's any reason for that. I don't think you can replicate the energy of Robin Williams, yeah. but to me, I think Will Smith is one of the closest approximations we I, have to and that. And that, and that was part of me, like saying he had fun doing yeah. it. That I mean, that's he. He had fun. He, I mean, he he just kind of ran with it, in whatever direction he kind of felt like running with it at the time. And there's several scenes that he, I mean, he's the best part of the movie, like by a, a long shot. So I think, I mean, if that's does it stack up to After Earth? Um, uh, I think they're both, you know, great movies. I think they're both definitely for a certain group of people. And I think, you know, After Earth is for that group of people. Yeah, and (laughs) then no one else. And then I think Aladdin is for uh, the broader audience. Yeah. So So would you say this summer, any age, if you're wanting to have fun... On like a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, for sure. If you yeah, and you have the time to go see it, yeah, go see it. Okay. So, Stephen, what uh, what did we go and do yesterday? We saw Brightburn. We saw Brightburn. We saw Brightburn. Yeah. Rob, you saw Brightburn. I saw. I was with you. Oh, it yeah. was good. Yeah. First off, okay. Did you guys Spo- uh, spoiler alerts for oh, Brightburn yeah. from here on? For here, yeah, we're gonna fully go into this movie. Yeah. Um. I didn't. I didn't flinch as much as I thought I would. That makes me happy. I flinched twice actually what? at like just randomly loud parts. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. you know what it was? It was with the so the start when the house shakes when his meteor lands. Yeah. And then the second time when he shakes the house and it's like the every it's just the mom in the house and it shook the both times those. Mm-hmm. Were the ones that got me. So, so can I give a lowdown on like what Brightburn is for people who don't yeah, know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Brightburn is essentially uh, like Superman. He has if Superman was a dick. Like it's this kid, it's for this sure. adolescent kid. He lands in a pod in Kansas. It's literally the same state as and, a child, though. Yeah, as yeah, yeah, as a baby, and these two uh, two people who wanted to have a kid. Uh, he lands on their farm and. From there, he kind of uh, becomes sexually frustrated and uh, Very. angry because of, I guess he has some something that they, they don't really clarify it. It's just kind of glossed over. I feel like that he, like the ship wants him to take over the world. Yeah. All right. So I'll, <clears throat> I'll begin by saying there are two parts that I jumped as well. One was when the meteor hit just because it was really loud and sudden. Yep. And I come in thinking it's a horror film, and it's really not like traditional style horror. Mm-mm. And then also early on in the film, when she goes looking for him in the barn, I jumped at that. The the initial one where they're playing hide and seek. Yeah, okay. just because like I'm on edge, I'm not knowing what to expect yeah. from this film. Yeah. It's easier. It's you, you definitely loosen up the more you get into yeah, a horror absolutely. movie too. Like yeah. you definitely build all these things up in your head that like. But then once I feel like the movie clarifies and you kind of learn the rules of the world of the movie, it becomes less scary. And yeah. once that happened, the legitimate jump scares I didn't really jump at. Yeah, there was, um, yeah, yeah. I I don't know. It 
Yeah, what do you think of it? What did Rob? Rob? What do you think of it? So I think it's a fun film. I think we talked about this a bit last night. We didn't want to spoil too much for the podcast, but I think clearly it was just this idea that the writers had thinking, hey, what would happen if Superman was kind of an asshole yeah. and started murdering people? Um, which I think is a really fun film, and I think it is kind of fun. My biggest issue, well, I guess there's two now that you mention it. One is because it's kind of this fun film, like it's all right with him killing people because like it's this kind of dark, yeah, comedy. But they show very gruesome deaths. Yes, yeah, and it so is. it becomes very yeah. somber with that. Yeah, I uh, I had kind of read that it beforehand had seen people be talk about. I mean, just like on Twitter or whatever that it was gorier and i didn't know that going in and I, I i liked it i think they did a good job with the gore i think that was something that we the three of us talked about last night i think it's just tonally all over the place it doesn't mm-hmm. know if it wants to be like a slasher film where it wants to have like these cool gory yeah, kills definitely. or things like that or if it wants to be like a horror film where it's this thing is coming after people or if it wants to be like a more of a like the definitely tones of like thriller in there too and the humor dark humor yeah, yeah. it didn't land for me at all mm-hmm. but I, I, overall i still enjoyed the movie i enjoyed any t- any anytime they try to do something unique or different yeah, I'll, sure. at least it's at least worth a watch for me just the amount i watch movies and things like that i think it's worth it yeah and for the most part i think it was kind of this fun film that didn't take itself too seriously i felt like with those gruesome deaths it definitely brought that fun you yeah. know, not serious tone way down. Yeah. Like, I know both of us had to look away with the eye part. Yeah. Um, and then the second issue I have that you mentioned is he's hearing these voices that kind of change him. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if, like, his, he never really had a moral compass or, like, if he lost it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, like, he's hearing his own person talking or if, like, his parents are reaching out to him because he's this alien. That was kind of confusing. Yeah. I guess they don't need it because, like, the yeah, plot... Yeah, I'm, okay, I'm okay with that. The plot's secondary in this movie, but, yeah. like, I don't know if I'm really scrutinizing it. Because, again, it was kind of this fun, light film, yeah. whatever. I hate just sitting there, like, dogging on... Because, they're. I mean, it definitely has problems, but it's still a fun movie worth everyone's time, I think. Oh, for sure, yeah. Steven, what do you think about it? I... I liked it, and then... Or, sorry. I liked it. I think as time went on during my drive home, because Hal texted me, <laughs> oh. and he's like, hey, what would you give that movie? And I was like, uh, probably anywhere between six to seven. Yeah. And then from there, after I was, I, I, made, seven. I made a right turn, and then I went, actually, I'm giving it a six. Yeah. <laughs> so I liked it. Um, I like, obviously, I'm with you when it comes to un- anything unique. Yeah. I feel like it's worth a watch. So, or I say that I don't see a lot of things. Yeah. So, but I do, I do like it whenever there's that type of aspect. Um, where am I going? With I, this? I think it was like perfectly, like it was, a, it's an hour and a half movie. Yeah. Like it's not one of those movies sitting there like, hey, this is two hours mm-hmm. and 15 minutes of your day. Like you get home from work, you watch this movie and yeah. like your night's gone. It's not anything like that. And I think if you're a fan of, I mean, if you're a fan of superhero movies, if you're a fan of horror, like it, it, it offers something different from every single one of those Fun things. Fun for the whole family. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, yeah, I don't think it has, like, uh, yeah, I think it's mm. got multiple, multiple facets to it that you can. So two questions now for you. Yeah. One is, what did you think about um, the gore aspect? And then two, what did you think about, because, I mean, before the movie started, and also last week on the podcast, you all talked about, you're like, hey... How do you deal with like horror movies and jump scares? So how did you come into that? Um, 
I was okay with the gore. So I'm okay with the gore. Blood and guts isn't bad to me, but it was just that shard of glass going into the eye. Once I saw that, I saw it for a split second, then I was like, I kind of need to look away. And then I was like, I'm going to keep looking away until I know that whatever she's doing is done. And then I can tell that she was pulling that glass out. Um, So during that, when it comes to gore, I wasn't... Sorry, the eye, I wasn't fond of. Everything else is fine. The jaw, uh, what else is gruesome? Um, the eye, the, the kind laser, of the hand, kind of the break in the hand. The, the hand's fine Not for bad. me. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was just a very brief squeeze, like yeah. at the end that kind of showed it, like yeah. bending. Um, and then the the kill on the also she also, asked for it. Exactly. Oh, for sure. Ew. As he's going down to <laughs> yeah. the ground. Um, the the eyes to the dad. Yeah, have I, was, I, th- that. I thought that was just kind of like a badass kind of like. Yeah. Oh, and I was really hoping moves. I was like, please don't like torture your dad for 40 minutes and i'm gonna yeah. like have to watch you like pull each finger off or something like that yeah. um but that would have been way too far yeah when it comes to jump scares i mean they'll get me from time to time or they get me a lot actually but from this one i guess i eased into the movie like you guys were saying um and i was just also i don't know i feel like i'm always on guard during horror movies i yeah. always have to like be ready yeah. um so i feel like last night i wasn't the victim that i thought i would be but yeah. i still i still got i got tagged a little i bit. think that's a good horror movie is the one where it sits there and lets you get comfortable and mm-hmm. then can scare you beyond that or mm-hmm. like do do something to surprise you beyond that because i think at least for me when i'm watching them i definitely get in that lull every time where i'm just kind of like oh that was pretty good. especially like having watched all the friday the 13th the halloween's and mm-hmm. the uh what's the third nightmare on elm streets it's just like one of those deals where you definitely like zone out of the like, cause you're like, oh, I've seen this literally five yeah. times I've, yeah. <laughs> before this. Like, I'm just, I'm just here to see like some super cheesy lines and uh, some cool kills. I and guess. I'm here for it. Yep. Oh, all day. Um, um go yeah, ahead. go. Uh, I, I will say this though. I thought the acting was really strong in the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Like, and I was gonna ask you guys, what do you think was like? If you do think there is uh, a, the weakest point when it came to acting, because I couldn't even really give you one. I thought everyone was pretty think, all point. I think it's all just kind of perf- personal preference on like which one you thought like maybe didn't land as well mm-hmm. as the others. But I don't think there's. Yeah, I don't think there's a bad performance in it. I don't either. Um, I will say. Uh, Badger from Breaking Bad is yeah. I think that's his name in the yeah, show, yeah, right? I think. Um, his voice always bothered me in Breaking Bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I guess since I was used to it, like I didn't mind his acting in this yeah. one. But I thought I was like, man, I'm going to get real sick of this character real fast. I mean, yeah. I feel like they kind of maybe Luckily helped you can. out there by yeah, like, exactly. taking his jaw out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, everyone's like, we know that we don't like you. Sp- you you yeah, don't like voice. him speaking. Yeah. So we're going to just smother his jaw to a pulp. Yeah. Ooh, it was just so. Thanks, Brightburn. Yeah, no, they did. Yeah, fan service. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and there was nothing. Oh, one thing. Okay, actually, I have one thing about the movie I wasn't crazy about. At the end, with the Billie Eilish song. Oh, was the, that what that was? That yeah, Billie Eilish? Okay. Yeah. And I, was, I, yeah, I didn't oh, know. let me go back to Aladdin. So at the end of Aladdin. <laughs> Billy Eilish. Well, no, just speaking of end credit song, there's a DJ Khaled and Will Smith song over we the, the credits. Music. That's it's. He says something like that, yeah. and they go. And I didn't listen. I was. <laughs> you ran out. And, I mean, I gotta go. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was very cringy mm-hmm. at the end of Aladdin. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize that was Billy Eilish. So going into our Brightburn conspiracy theory area. Okay. Two points I wanted to make about that. One is like I think it's the first film or first scene after the like opening credits, uh, where he talks about the wasps. Yes. 
Yeah. And he has this very poignant line where he says something like, yeah, some wasps, they make the inferior species, like, raise their children for them. Mm-hmm. And then they kill them all or whatever. So I was like, oh, that's clearly where they're going with yeah. that. He's an alien species that's superior to us. But one thing I didn't realize until after the film is it felt like it was a good 30 minutes later before they acknowledged that he is, in fact, an alien. Yeah. So I don't know. Part of me was thinking, oh, maybe they're, like, usurping this trope and, like, because uh, you saw the meteor crash. So it's like, oh, you expect that's what it to be. But I don't know. I felt like the pacing was weird looking back on it. It was also kind of like an alien-looking ship, too, which I wasn't expecting. Like, when yeah. you fell down, I thought, like, oh, this is a metal ship. Mm-hmm. Or, like, whatever, and this is what hurts him. But it looked kind of like a parasite to me. Mm-hmm. Like, the way the, like, three prongs or whatever were coming out of it. And I thought that was interesting. And I didn't yeah. really expect that. And I thought they could have they could have done something with that, I think. Made it kind of creepy. I think so, too. I do. Or do you have anything else about the conspiracy? Oh, I have another one, so... We'll, go. we'll, we'll finish your conspiracies, and then I have a question Okay. So, I guess this is more of a question, then. Uh, at the end... Um, before she tries to stab him okay he kind of breaks down and starts crying and hugs his mom and says like you know i do want to try to do good yeah Yeah. and so part of me thinks like it could have been set up and like i guess the movie doesn't let you really think about it either way Mm -hmm. but it does seem like maybe his own mother killing or trying to kill him is what really made him snap and it gave him no other options yeah Yeah. where it seems like maybe he could have been redeemed at that point yeah okay i see that i think any I mean, my only thing that goes against that is just every single time that, like, his eyes turned red and that the ship started talking to him, there was no, like, redeeming. So, I mean, like, as long I feel like as long as that ship's around, because the ship was what he's going after whenever his eyes turned red, mm-hmm. he's not going to be able to redeem himself just because it's, like, a mind control thing and they didn't ever show anything that, like other than just convenient timing that snapped him out of it. Like, there wasn't ever a time where it was like, oh, like like he was freaking out or something and his mom calmed him down, like, out of that state or anything like that. I think, like, he was either already calm or it was just convenient to have him, like, oh, I'm normal again. Well, that was the other issue I had, too, now that I think about it. I mean, there's plot holes. Let's We can agree on that. It, it, it's a movie you don't really watch necessarily for the plot, but... It does seem at the start that he's possessed, but then very clearly once he starts murdering people, he's doing it of his own accord. He's not really yeah. being possessed because he so, had and because he is his whole ego changed. Like whenever, yeah. like the whole counsel counseling session with his uh, with his aunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's just talking you about fi- being superior, you find out you're a uh, not a human. You've been a human for twelve years of your life. Yeah, and yeah. You, I mean you're yeah you're twelve. I Give mean, it the- two hours and you're like oh yeah humans are just weaklings. It's yeah. like dude. <laughs> Give it a little bit yeah. longer. Yeah. Let it stew for a minute. Yeah. yeah. So, what was your question? My question was, so, and it's kind of, kind it follows what you're talking about with the mother trying to stab him at the end. Uh, whenever he, like, goes straight up in the sky with her, so he, the mom tries to stab him with the ship, which, damn it, or which is the only thing that can, like, penetrate his skin. Um, and so he catches the arm, and he's like, not today. And then he takes her through the barn up into, like, I don't know which atmosphere, but he takes her up past the clouds, and it shows. I believe it was the the stratosphere. Yeah, yeah. If we're judging, they definitely went through a cumulonimbus. Yeah, to get there for sure. Yeah. So it's showing his face and her face, and her face got like out at first. I was like, "Is that her?" Because her face was completely different. It was so bloody. Not the Lizzie Banks I know and love. No, No. yeah, she she honestly she looked really ugly. 
kind of deserved. I mean, she could yeah, still she deserved that fall. I mean, she could still get those it, are the ones. Those know. are the ones you drop from the stratosphere. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. those are the ones. She got mangled after that. Like, did not look good. Did no. not. But did, did, he, did but, they show her after she fell? Did no. I miss? Okay. But did you think? Maybe uh, she's alive. Did you think? Uh, did you notice that, like how different she looked? Yeah. In the, yeah. I, I thought that was them that. just showing like the air. She pressure. was like covered in blood too, though. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe it was something with like the makeup effects or something with all the blood. Yeah. But yeah, she did look weird. Yeah. yeah. I just uh, yeah. From there, and then the plane crash to cover it all up, and which uh, was twelve. I mean, convenient, but yeah. also, I mean, I I enjoyed that. I did too. No, I thought it was. I, I don't want to say perfect, but no. it, it fit. I agree, but also. Man, don't leave your like insignia at the oh, yeah, base of all of your murders. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're I trying think to that's cover kind of, it up. I mean, that's him sort of like putting it in the mind of the public because he wants to take over the world and kill yeah. everybody. Yeah, it's Do pretty you, pretty simplistic. After uh, sleeping on it for like six hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you think? Uh, do you think there will be anything after this movie? I hope not. Wise. I don't need everything to be a universe, man. I don't need, mm-hmm. especially superhero wise. I think we've got I, we've if got they, that covered. If they throw them into the glass sequels, yeah. I, I'd be cool with that. I don't think they could compete with that kid in the glass sequels. Ooh, I feel like that's true. pretty. That's like street level. To, that's like Superman to like Iron Fist or Daredevil. Yeah. How about this? You said that uh, Expendables Four is coming out. <laughs> we did let's mention say, that before. Let's say, and I don't know. I have not seen a minute or a second of any of those movies. But let's say, so shame on you. But continue. Okay, sorry. sorry. <laughs> uh, forgive me. Um, so they go through whatever fight with whatever people in whatever jungle at the end of that movie, and then so you've seen them. End credit scene. No, I'm just I'm I'm just figuring it's something like that. Um, How dare you generalize the <laughs> general Expendables? I mean, movies. you're not wrong, but I'm still upset. So they go through whatever fight. Eh, the movie's over. End credit scene, and then it's like some guy, some government guy with a big cigar, and he's like, "Hey." Uh, have you seen these markings lately? And it's the Brightburn thing. Yeah. Like, we need to go after this kid. Um, and then it's Brightburn Ooh. versus the Expendables. I don't even know who's in the Expendables right now. Is Arnold still in it? I'm sure. Dude, I don't remember. <laughs> I remember the first one pretty well. And then I remember the second one, Jean-Claude Van Damme plays of Jean. Jean. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Come on. Uh, Jean, Jean, <laughs> Jean-Claude uh Von Dame uh, plays a guy, and his last name is Valon. And he throws. So Liam, he- Le- Liam Hemsworth is in it, right? And he's being held by uh, by Mister Valon, and he throws a knife up in the air, and he uh, jumps up in the air, kicks it into his chest, and kills him. Damn. And that is literally. Like the one thing I remember about any of those sequel movies, I'll, so I, I didn't see any of the sequels, but I do remember they threw like Terry Crews in there, yeah. Jean Claude Van Damme, Chuck Norris. Yeah, they yeah. just threw in like all those guys. Again, like it's take the spirit of John Wick, throw it into all those like eighty <coughs> actions movies. It's yeah. over the top, kind of Fast and the Furious that way. Mm-hmm. It's one, a fun film, yeah. but it, you know it's going to be over the top. The one thing sure. I'll give him is Jet Li's in him, and he has some pretty badass fight scenes, which I feel like is a guarantee if you throw. Yeah. He's not related to Bruce Lee, is he? Or is he? I don't think so. I don't know. I never saw those movies. I think one is L-E-E and one is L-I. Oh, okay. So I think that's going to be it. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, one is. But yeah, I I was about to try to tell us Jackie Chan's related to him next, too. No. Unbelievable. Dude. Unbelievable. Dude. They all do their own stunts. it's the guy from... That's uh, why you're comparing him. Because they all do their own stunts. Harold from Harold and Kumar, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) That dude has like a super white name. 
What's his? Why can't I think of it? Jonathan Jamie. Jamie. It's, yeah, it's John Cho, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's related to him. Yeah. But yeah, that's a good question. Expendables 4. Brightburn crossover. I feel like we need someone to take Looking him down. Up. Yeah. Why not get every super? Why not? Why not you get know. all the movie heroes from? The yeah, 80s? exactly. Yeah. Why not Sylvester and Arnold in their like eighties? Yeah, and Carlos, aka Chuck Norris, whose real name is Carlos. <laughs> Carlos Norris. Carlos. Carlos Ray Norris. All right, so that's gonna be it for Brightburn. So this next segment, it's probably just going to be a one-time segment. Hopefully more than that. Hopefully we can get Rob back on oh, here, sure. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be called Rob's Recommendations. It's and cool because Rob's name that's me. starts with an R. Yeah. Mm. The word recommendation. Alliteration. Starts with an R. Rob's mm. real recommendations. So what we're going to do here is, basically, Rob has been living under a rock for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, to give this set up, 2017, I graduated from college. And Where did you graduate from? The University of Texas. Hook them. Hook them. Um, and then I recently finished my master's degree about two weeks ago. Congratulations. Um, thank yes, you. Congratulations. The issue is I was working two jobs while doing my master's program. <clears throat> so I was doing about 80-hour work weeks on average. Now, I think I talked to Zach about this. I... Like, in 2014 and 2015, watched, like, 200 movies a year. Mm-hmm. Since 2017, I have probably seen less than 10 movies. Wow. He said the last time you were in a theater... Was when we were... Yeah, the, well, he's been in a theater... One, so, we went and saw Brightburn Saturday. Mm-hmm. And he's... In, in between that and January, we went and saw Dragon Ball Super, the Broly movie, when it came out. And he had seen one movie in theaters since then. So... Yeah. What movie was that? It was a documentary called Hail Satan. It was about the Satanic Temple. Really good documentary. Are you, wait, are you being that serious? Yeah. yeah. I, thought he, I, I also <laughs> thought he was joking when he told me. Right, it's a very provocative film, but it's actually really cool. I really enjoyed it. Um, but yeah. So I said to Zach, I said, hey, now that I want to be back into pop culture, um, I'm out of my rock. Or out from out under, from under it, rock. yeah. Yeah. Um, Dwayne you, was sitting on me for two years. <laughs> you were inside him, apparently. <laughs> I could smell what he was cooking, <laughs> let me tell you. Um, so I would like to start watching movies and television shows again, please. Do you have any recommendations? <laughs> he, he didn't say, he said, please, daddy. Please, please daddy, daddy, Zachy. Don't spoil their next segment. But um, <laughs> So, uh, so Stephen, what is your first recommendation for Rob? Uh, I guess I'll start with a question though. So what I was gonna do is we, so we're each recommending three three art television or movies. Yeah. So I have three movies and one TV show. I don't watch a lot of TV, so my TV is kind of a bonus. So my question for you is: Did you watch any movies in 2016? Because I basically took a movie from each. Probably. Year. Okay. Well, we'll start with 16. Yeah, just see if you've seen it. Yeah. Did you ever see the movie Don't Breathe? I did not. You so should see that. I was. That was a. Uh... The horror movie? Yeah. That we saw? In Detroit. It is in Detroit. I was in Detroit in 2016. Did did not see a movie there. Okay. 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 Or a movie being filmed there? Mm. Okay. Did you see a guy with like stuff in his mouth? Yeah, he was eating. Uh, never mind. Yeah, we're not talking about the same guy. Yeah, you guys were at different CCs. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Steven, <laughs> Steven why, do you like, why do you like Don't Breathe? Um, I liked it because... 
I went into it with the expectation that it wasn't going to be good. To me, it looked like it was going to be a horror movie with just attractive young people. Yes. Um, and it had kind of like a... So the shtick of this movie is that uh, these kids have to go in this house, and the guy that's in the house uh, is... Well, they they don't death, have to go. Right? They're trying to break in to yeah. steal shit. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, I forgot, I've forgotten that. Yeah, and so the guy, the homeowner, it turns out he is like a blind guy. He's blind, and he's also like, was he ex-military? Yes. He's old, ex-military, and then you find out more about him as time goes on because they find a little bit more out yeah, about what's going on in in his house. So it's a nice little mystery thriller. I wouldn't say horror, would you? Her. It's kind of so, yeah. I I I would thriller okay. slasher maybe or yeah no. Nah. <clears throat> I think I think it's horror in the whole like so when they go in the house they can't. It, it's not he, he can hear he can't see. Oh did I say oh I'm sorry yeah, yeah no I, I think I misspoke. Oh, okay. He can't see so he like, it's a blind and they've done I think there's a movie called Quiet or something like that on the Netflix. Quiet hush. place. No. I think it's Hush. Hush Hush that was yeah. it yes. Um, yeah so he can't see so like that's that's why it's called Don't Breathe and he. I forget the name of the actor. It's the guy from... He was in Avatar. Hold on, I'm looking it up. The Last Airbender? Wasn't he also in uh, 16 Reasons Why? Um, Stephen Lang 13 is his Reasons name. Why? I'm, was Stephen Ten Lang? Ten Things I Hate About or You. are you thinking about the girl? I'm thinking about that guy, the good-looking dude. No, no, the no. The guy no. that looked like yes, he'd be in he, every yes, CW Yes, show. he was, but I'm, I'm talking about the uh, the guy who plays the blind. Oh, the macho man. Yeah. He looks Randy like, Savage? Yeah, he looks like... Um, did you ever watch the Fairly Odd Parents? Mm-hmm. You know the you know the buff. Army Is that your fairy? second recommendation? <laughs> no, no, no. The buff army fairy. Yeah, it was like that guy. Wasn't he blind. based off Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, but he definitely. He's more yeah. like the fairy than Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, so he's out big of context. Animal. That's uh, quite the statement. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, you sold. <laughs> I'm excited. I just wrote down "Don't Breathe." Okay, so my uh, movie I. My first movie recommendation is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I really want to see this. It is about to be on Netflix this month. It's actually going to be on Netflix. I think June 26th. That movie's so good. It is one of the best movies of the past even couple years. Not just that year, but it's... The animation style is well done. It's got some great voice acting in it. It does so many different kinds. It was uh, one of the few films I was actually thinking about going to see in theaters. Really? It was... I mean, I think... It was... It was... I, I don't think I've ever seen the internet so, like, generally enjoy a movie, but also think it was, like, amazing. Like, everyone thought it was amazing. It wasn't just, it was, it wasn't just like, oh, like, it was pretty good or anything like that. Like, everyone who went and saw it, even, I mean, I think there was definitely people, well, I don't remember who all we went with, but even people who were like, wow, I did not expect that to be that good. I yeah. think it's a Sony Spider-Man movie, so it was definitely not, uh, Now, is Tugboat hyped. Toby in it? No. Mm. But they have, I mean, my whole reasoning for being excited about it is it's uh, Philip Lord and, uh, I can't think of the other guy's name, but it's the people who did the Lego movie. Okay. And that's what excited me so much about it. I think the first I heard about it was from John Mulaney, because I know he played Spider-Pig. Yes. And he was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was, yeah, he's great in it, too. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm excited for that. Chris Miller is the other guy's name. Okay. And I believe they've done several episodes of Community. Mm. If I'm not, you mistaken. had me a community. They did like Endgame, oh, right? Uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatball. That, that's the Russo brothers. Yeah, but they they started like uh, directing community. No, that's uh, oh, did they? Yep, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're talking about the Russo brothers? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm talking about yeah. So yeah, that is my second one. They were also 
supposed to do solo. You mean your that, first one? Yeah, that was off. First yeah, one. my first one. Sorry about to that. Do yeah. again. They did solo. They were supposed to. They oh. were the original ones who were on it. And that yeah. Was, yeah, and then they got. But they realized they were a duo, so they're yeah. like, "Fuck, we can't have that." Yet. Yeah, true. We're waiting on that solo sequel they, for them to do it. They'd have to maybe uh, get some type of uh, surgery done to like put their heads together, like yeah. uh, like the reverse Ben Carson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too soon. Uh, All right, Stephen, what's your second? My second one is from 2017. Um, if you have Netflix, you'll be able to watch Spider-Verse, and you'll be able to see this movie. Um, our, it has two names. The second name for it is one that I like, or I like to call it Heavy Nights. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie is Gerald's Game. Gerald's is, Game. Yes, it is a Stephen King book. Yes. Now it's a... It was, now, a lot of those Stephen King films are hit or miss. Yes. Mm-hmm. I agree with that very much. So, this one is, like I said, it's a Netflix, it's a Netflix movie, though, right? Yeah. They yeah. Produ- Original? Yeah they, made, yeah. yeah, they made it. Um, and it's about... I don't know if it was one of those deals where they like just bought the rights to it, because there's, there's so much stuff like that that I yeah. don't even realize. Mm-hmm. And like in different countries, like different people have the rights to like produce it and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if it's... I don't know the situation there. So what happens in this movie is um, older couple, we'll say between, they're, they're probably in their late 40s to, I'd say, honestly, I think they're in their it's, 50s. It's, 50s the, and 60s. it's the MILF from Spy Game. It's the MILF from Ooh. Spy Game, Spy Kids. Spy Spy, Kids. I was getting your uh, Gerald's game, but yeah. It's that. It's her. It's her and her husband. They go to Antonio their. Antonio Banderas. Yes. Oh. They go to their cottage or lake house. Um, and they decide that they're gonna get a little freaky, um, and they're gonna they they decide to have sex. So while, now, what is that? Um, we'll talk we'll talk about that later. When, okay, cool. When a yeah. man so loves something else, he since he's older, he decides to take a little blue pill to help him with his unit. So and while he's <laughs> he's a, he's a Z fighter, yeah. So he he takes a blue pill, and he's like kind of aggressive. Wasn't he aggressive? And he's like, I want to do things. I barely remember that movie. I remember the dog, the steak, and I remember the creepy thing with the nails. I fucking hated that yeah, thing. Yeah, that okay, is. So. Not looking forward to that part. <laughs> no, so he's into some kinky shit. So he's like, I want you to get... Uh, hand, I want to handcuff you to the bed. So he handcuffs her to the bed, and he's about to, like, you know, bust it open. Um, <laughs> he's about... And they're, they're about to have sex, but... He ends up having a heart attack because of the blue pill. And then from there, he literally just collapses on her. So now she's stuck in a house at a lake house with, like, like no one's home. The other lake house is around. Like, no one's there. Don't, don't spoil. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, essentially, Beyond it's that. her That's trying to get out of that situation. Yeah. She's stuck oh, on the bed. escape room. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, yeah. It's a, it's a heavy night's escape yeah. theme escape room. Yeah. It was pretty good. I, yeah. That sounds, that's, a good, that's a good recommendation, now, is like it a low-key one. Is it a bit of a comedy? Because it no, sounds kind of funny not. just from that setup. When you watch in a room full of us, it might be a little bit yeah. touche. But, uh, yeah. It's All right. Game. Gerald's Game is written down, yes. a.k.a. Heavy Night. Yeah. Uh, yes. Give if, it like, yeah, if you're just ever, re- when people ask about it, refer to it as that. Yeah, the nights. also known as category. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. So my second is a TV show. And it's one you've probably heard of, especially because it's been airing after Game of Thrones, and that's Barry. And Barry is uh, Bill Hader is an assassin. He was a he's a, a war veteran as well, which I don't know if that's it's like very much part of the story. But he meets a girl and kind of becomes family with like a 
like a yeah like a theater troupe like kind of those sort of people and they have all the stereotypes uh I think her name's Darcy Corden, uh, Janet from The Good yeah, Place. Yeah, Darcy in it. Carden. Yeah, and uh, there's a couple other good people in it. Henry Winkler's in it, and uh, oh, what's he's his the name? improv teacher, right? Yes, and there's a dude who has lapicia, and he he played uh, Victor's ass in Gotham, and he is the he's the best part of it. He's so funny, and I would have never guessed he was that funny, but he's hilarious in it. But it's just it's it's very much dark comedy it's very much like it sort of has like the dry british type humor in it it has the like snl type humor where it's like very like theatery like type humor it has the just kind of stupid humor where it's like someone mispronouncing names and things like that and like people being ignorant like it has every type of it and then it has moments that also make you go like oh shit and there is a whole episode in this most recent season that is one, maybe one of my favorite episodes of television ever. And he has to go, Barry has to go, I'm not going to spoil the full thing, but he has to go take out a guy. And then the guy's little daughter gets involved. Ooh. And it's a whole episode. And it is, it was so weird and it was such an outlier of an episode, but it was so crazy and it fit at the same time as like, like as much as like something could be an outlier and something can also fit it was very much both of those things and it was i enjoyed it so much and that was like after one of those questionable game of thrones episodes and i was like man i'm glad i have my barry <laughs> so i will say this uh i know of barry fairly intimately yeah um that sounds weird yeah again steven when you give me the talk maybe i'll know what that means yeah um but uh so documentary now i love yes Fred i Anderson? have Mm-hmm. Well, oh, it's half him yeah, and yeah. Bill Hader. Uh, and when I first looked it up, I haven't seen season two of it yet. Have you seen the first one? I have, I oh, love okay. the first one. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, when I saw that, I was looking at what else Bill Hader was doing. I saw Barry. And then he was also on Mark Maron's podcast mm-hmm. talking about it. So like, I got to know a bit about it. And it's one of those things that I think it's been on my need-to-watch list for like two or three years now. Yeah. So I am excited to uh, watch Barry. Yeah. Second season. All right, Steven, what's your last one? So this one isn't as serious. I just wanted to have a little fun. Do you... This is my 2018 movie. Okay. Okay. Oh, you cover... Okay. The, all the years. I get you. Yeah. Are you into the Harry Potter universe? <laughs> I hate you. Um, I have seen all... What is it? Seven? Yeah. Of the original. The originals. Um, enjoyed all of them. Um, I would say I've seen each of them... More than once, less than three times. Okay, well, this is this is house uh, with the clock see, on the wall. I also did Steven's see third uh, movie. the original Fantastic Beasts. If mm-hmm. that's where you're going, it's kind not. Of. It's, not another, it's, an, it's another spinoff. It's okay. another spinoff. You're 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 thinking into this way more than Steven has. So, oh boy, this one is called the House with a Clock in Its Walls or something like that. Um, it's it's another spinoff of Harry Potter. It's got it's, it's got, got Jack, Jack Black, Black and uh, the. I don't think there's any lights on in the house. Um, no, what happened? I, he's a he's a warlock in it. That's all you need. It's Jack Black and he's a warlock. Steven, have you seen this movie? You had me at Jack Black as a warlock. Um, no, I haven't seen it. So essentially, where this all started from was we went to go see a movie together, and I I shit you not, I've I've seen like half the Harry Potter movies. I'm not a Potterhead or whatever the fans are called, but. I'm seeing this this ad or this trailer for this movie. It's about a warlock and magic, and I swear the the, the lettering the lettering for all like the <laughs> for like in a world or all that stuff. It in was all it, it looked like the great value of 
the great value version of the Harry Potter, and I was like, oh, I guess it's, I guess it's like one of those spinoffs. Yeah, I think, I, I guess it's like Fantastic Beasts, like, but another one. And so I, I go over to Zach and I go, I said something about that being in Harry Potter, and you thought I was joking, and I was like, no, I'm being serious. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were a, fucking with me. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's a Harry Potter movie, right? So yeah. I wish you would go into that movie actually <laughs> thinking it's a Harry Potter movie. Yeah, it was, was like, wow, J.K. really kind of fell off. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So after the uh, Dumbledore was gay, then they've uh, made the <laughs> the house with the clock on the walls. It's just like those memes where it's like nobody, and then it's like J.K. Rowling. Yeah, it's just something absolutely absurd. Or J.K. Simmons, you know. Or J.K. Simmons. Uh, J.K. Simmons is by far my favorite J.K. Really? Yeah, I think he's mine too. Yeah. <laughs> Having read and seen all, read the books and seen the movies for Harry Potter, I think J.K. Simmons is my Even favorite. if the only... What about Whiplash, you know? Yeah. I was going to say, even if like the only Spider-Man. thing I saw was him being a dick in Whiplash, I'd be like, yeah, I still like him more than the author, <laughs> than the author that's changing the stories. Never yeah. forget, Years he's later. also uh, the yellow peanut M&M in the M&M commercials. I never knew that. Are you serious? Oh, I got... Okay, and I, the I guy that, that plays Fry... Uh, and oh, Futurama yeah. is the red Eminem. I did know that. I no, yeah, I recognize that voice. No joke. Okay, when you were starting talking about the Eminems, the thing that popped in my head first was the Planters Peanut. And that's <laughs> all I could think about was like the, him dancing. Just to, like, like a top hat. Yeah, it was like just the commercial of like him dancing to S A T U R D A Y night. And I was like, he he was in that. Like I really think he talked. Oh. So, yeah, but I'm glad to know that he's the yellow m <laughs> Okay, so my last one is a movie called Batman Ninja. It is literally, so what happens is Batman, did we, we watch it together, correct? Nope. Who did I watch it with you at Brett's house? Brett. No, me. I, I didn't watch it with Brett. You watched it without me. I watched it, no, I didn't watch oh. it with Brett. But you watched it at Maybe Daniel. Place. I don't know, whatever. So, it, it's... It's kind of like the stop motion sort of animation style, and it's Batman gets sent back to federal Japan. I think they all do. Like I, I don't. Yeah. yeah, they're not not all set there or anything like that. And it literally goes through like every type of anime. Like they have like the samurai type anime, and they have like the shonen anime, which is like the Dragon Ball, the action ones, all that kind of stuff. They have mech anime. They have every type, Wait. and it all fits. Like super well, you have you seen it? I I only got to the samurai portion. Oh, so wait, is this a is this a movie or a yes, TV show? it is a, okay. a DC original. Like they put it like a direct to DVD one. I, it may be on Netflix. It's on something and that's not DCU. It. it is, but it's that's how I watched it. Yeah, but it's on something else. Too, oh, that's not okay. Yeah, so yeah. but I'm, yeah, I'm not. I, I think it is on Netflix. But anyways, it's. I mean, you're you're a man of culture. You're an anime watcher. I so, am. I uh, am. As a as a fellow man of culture, I think that is a movie that you would thoroughly enjoy. It's definitely. I mean, Batman's been done to the ground. Batman and Spider Man, but it's a unique take that's worth that. It hour sounds and a fun. Half. Yeah. It's, oh, it's so much fun. I didn't even know it got. I did change like that. I'm gonna watch it tonight. You, you absolutely I'm need sure to, dude. It, it is. Yeah. It's it's such a fun movie, and it's. I don't know. It's definitely that animation style that people either like sit there and nitpick at it, or just get over it and enjoy the movie for what it is. Yeah. Like I don't think anyone's like the, it's not anyone's favorite animation style, but it's definitely, I mean, serviceable. Like it's not. It's more than ser- like it's good. Feel it's just not the best. Well, I can safely say I think I have five because the last one of yours was okay. a joke. I have a okay. Go, we'll keep going because I, I do have a TV that's kind of a. Okay, up. let's hear the TV. 
So because I was going to say I have five good suggestions, but maybe it this will be might six. not be a good one as well. Good. I like to play around. Um, <laughs> have you wild card? We, this we have guy. fun. We have fun. Have you have fun around here? I feel like this might make you my great. Like whatever you think of me, this might bring it down. Do you Steven, <laughs> nothing you do can make me think any less of you than I already do. <laughs> no, come on. So do you have? Do you watch Jersey Shore or have you? I'm familiar with the concept. Okay. So have you ever watched The Bachelor? I have seen some episodes, again, familiar with the concept. So there's a show right now on MTV called Vinny and Polly or Polly and Vinny's Double Shot at Love. And it is basically The Bachelor with both of them. They're they're po- both from the Jersey Shore and they're living in a house. Were they on the show Jersey Shore? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's basically, I'm so glad you're writing this down. Of course. <laughs> it's them. It sounds this just trash the last time. Me to want to watch pretty, it. It's pretty, it's not like gutter trash, like, fl- like flavor of love or daisy of love or anything like that. Steven, but it's like, it's no, sitting no, there at the gutter. It's sitting there at the sewer entrance. No, like. no, it's, it's good. And the best part is, so like when you watch The Bachelor, ABC has so much money, you know, they take helicopter rides, they go yeah. to like Guam, Brazil, wherever. They've been everywhere. They've probably been like in Antarctica. Um so Right for Nebraska or Kansas. So but with this show being on MTV, the budget's like five hundred dollars an episode. <laughs> so instead of like going on dates at places, pretty much every date that they do or event that they do it's just in the backyard of the house and oh, then if they great. do go to somewhere like this late the latest episode they went to a roller rink that looked like a roller rink that would be in any like thunderbird home. exactly it like it wasn't even a nice place that's our local i don't even think there was a nice roller yeah. rink around anywhere but it's just it's a good time um the girl it sounds fun you should you should give it a shot i will if you like if you like bad tv it is i, I like camp okay. but like is it your favorite Childish Gambino album, though? Absolutely. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I like kind of campy things like that. <clears throat> it is kind of hit or miss for me, but okay. I will definitely give it a... I'm excited, <laughs> genuinely excited to check I'm this out. I'm excited for the text you sent me after you started reading it. I'm excited Steven. to be like, <laughs> Zach, hey, do you have, do you have any other friends that have your friends again? <laughs> you got any other podcasts? Like, any other <laughs> podcasts? <laughs> Um, no, but I am actually excited to give it a chance. There's definitely no guarantee I'd like that as much as like I think Spider Man and Barry and like uh, Gerald. Shame. Shame. I, I, I was gonna say, like, please name one of Stevens. <laughs> as I was reading, I was like, but it was one of the ones Steven said. No, but I think Don't Breathe in Gerald's Game. I think I will legitimately like. If, um, I would say if you had to choose between one of those two, Don't Breathe. Would you say yes? Or, yeah, yeah. D- Don't Breathe over Gerald's breathe. Game. Yeah. Don't breathe. I'm not, not picking that up. That's like the Jesse McCartney. I don't know. No. Uh, no, it's a what woman. Is it? It's what? The like it's breathe just breathe. Just, oh yeah, bip, 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 bip. I for, yeah, I know the song. No idea. Mm. Anyways, so yeah, I, I was gonna say I only had like five solid recommendations. <laughs> now I think it's safe to say I have like five solid <laughs> recommendations. <laughs> um, That's fine. No, okay. I do have all of them written down, and I will get back to y'all. And quick question. I guess this is a shameless plug for your own podcast. Uh, how do you? How does your audience reach out to y'all? Do you have a Twitter account yes. or anything? Yeah, we each we have one for Weekly Dose of Entertainment and the Coffee to Last Call. Is it at Weekly Dose of Entertainment? 
I think it's at, no W D O E at W D E Pod. No okay. W W E D Pod. Yeah. All right, W-E-D so pod. if you're listening Thanks at home, Karen, please uh, tweet at at W E D Pod. Hold on, let's w- that first. Yeah, hold on. W D E Pod. <laughs> No, hold on. Yeah, hold on, hold on. We're not there yet. <laughs> yeah, W D E pod. <laughs> w E D pod and Rob. <laughs> All right, we're gonna need to get both of these handles because people are gonna get confused. W D E pod at W D E pod and at C L C pod and at C L C pod. Yeah. I would love to see what y'all have to recommend. Okay, yeah, because your boys yeah, catching up. Some, yeah, we can send some tweets tweets out and yeah, see for sure, for sure. Send yes. some love. Send some love. All right, so that's going to be it for Rob's recommendations. Thank you. So with Rob here, I want to do kind of a different sort of top five. And so we're going to do each, all three of us have a top five, but we're going to list the five options, and then we're going to rank the five options. You could argue that it's a top three, top five. It's a top three, top five. It's top three, top five. three top fives. Yes. Mm. So mine, something that knowing Rob, knowing Steven... I sort of know myself. Uh, we, uh, Nothi Sayotan. You know, every day I wake up, I look in the mirror, and that's a different person looking back. But anyway, so uh, so I have Blink-182 songs. Blink-182 is a band we all thoroughly enjoy. Rob? Mm-hmm. Steven? Yeah. Okay. Yoth. So my five songs, I have I Miss You by Blink-182. Mm-hmm. All the Small Things by Blink-182. <laughs> Oh, What's wait, my age that again? One's by by Blink. Blink 183. Oh, okay. First date by Blink 182. And Feeling This by Blink 182. So I will start and tell you all how I rank them. I think Steven may know what my five is. I do. And it is all the small things. I know what your one is, too. Oh, okay. What, wait, did we'll, you say we'll, Feeling This? Yes. Okay. Well, so, wait, your five is Feeling This? No. Oh. I, I miss you, all the small things. What's my age again? First date and Feeling This. My number five is all the small things. Stephen, what do you think my number one is? I think it's uh, I Miss You. Okay. Stephen is correct. My number one is also I Miss You. And then I had What's My Age Again at three, and then First Date at four, and Feeling This at two. Interesting. All the Small Things, I think, is one of the most overrated songs, period. I, I don't think it's a good Blink song. I don't think it's a very good song in general. I think it's great for radio play and just the kind of like just kind of taglines it goes through as it goes through okay, the song. Okay. So I can give you that it's good for like radio play yes. kind of single like that. You're not going to give me that it's bad. Yeah, to say okay. that it's a bad song from that. I well, think is a little extreme. Hear me out. A bad Blink-182 song is better in my opinion than my favorite band than most other songs. That's it's, All right, that's fair. So I I I, I don't I'm knocking it strongly just to have a strong opinion about it because it's five. And I literally, I, like, I looked up five songs I think everyone knows, which I f- there's probably more than that. So, yeah, what's your, what's your ranking, Rob? I did defend all the small things. Okay. That's still coming in at number five for me. <laughs> because I don't think it's a bad song. Yeah. But do I think it's as good as the <coughs> others? No. Okay. Um, now, I'm a bit torn because al- although... Uh, I do still enjoy all the small things. I part of me really wants to put first date as first, oh. just because like. That's so this has been one song. of my favorite bands since like 1999. Okay. So this this is like a song that like to me so much of my childhood. This was like one of my favorite songs. Yeah. Now I still think I miss you. 
Um, I enjoy the lyricism and the like meaning behind it a okay. lot more. There's Good more deepen, of a depth yeah. there. So those are my top two. I it also changed the way people spell the word head because people spell it yed. Mm. So I mean I think that just should maybe even if you had a two should or three should maybe move it up one just because <laughs> it changed the way a word was spelled. Yeah. So I just think the cultural Iconic. impact <laughs> that it had, I think, should go into... And that's that was my thing. I was like, oh my gosh, I love feeling this. It was on the, the Madden culture. soundtrack that one year. I don't remember. and uh, But I, I was like, oh, but I miss you. Yed. Spelling. Culture. Yeah. So, <clears throat> really, I'm going to say they're a tie, but just pure nostalgia factor first day so go, yeah start, start for five and just go through all yours so five is all the small things okay i'm gonna say four is feeling this okay because i'm not feeling it yeah I, as yeah. much as i'm feeling what's my age again okay um, what is your age rob 24 okay how many how many can you, you give sure? me i'm can you, this can you many <laughs> Oh, wow. If you turn your brightness down, which is how we see things better on this podcast, you will see that Rob just put up eight eight fingers total. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's great for the medium of audio. Yeah. Um, yeah is what I'm trying what to say. Here for. But yeah, so what's my age again is uh, number three okay. with two, I miss you. And one, first date. First yeah. is first. Okay. I like that you explained that it was a, like a personal. I mean, it, this is a personal list. The nostalgia factor is real. Yeah, none of these are definitive lists besides mine. But besides I mean, yours, Stephen, I can't. Top so this, five blank songs. This is really hard. This you is, got it. Just I know, no, no. I got, I got it. I just uh, so anyway. Okay. I'm gonna say this though, um, Rob. I do agree with you uh, when it comes to all the small things. I, I do, I do like it. I don't think it's a bad song, but it is also my number five. Okay, for this list. I mean, maybe um, y'all agree with me more than I you think. Realize. It's a less of a hot take now. Okay. Yeah. 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 We simmered. My number one is feeling this. My number two is first date. Um, I just I just now switched that with number three. Initially, it was what's my age again for number two. Okay. But I switched it because I was thinking about it. And first date was my first Blink song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So the nostalgia factor. <laughs> hey, is where, real. where were you when you heard your first Blink One Eighty Two? I was at my buddy's house. We were watching music In that videos music on video. Kazaa. Downloaded it from LimeWire. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 All I remember all about the music video is they had like fifty k cash to just burn in a day. Yeah. So they like wrecked a Corvette. No, they just the threw money show. on the street. Oh, is that the Rock Show? Yeah. First that's date. Right. Or sorry, uh, first date is the one that's like in the seventies. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah, got yeah. like the what the fuck like the yeah yeah okay. Um. And the, so yeah, so let me start over. Feeling this first date. What's my age again? I miss you is number four. I like I miss you, but what? Yeah, I, I like the song. Um, but you heard what not, I said about the cultural impact, I right? Under, I understand. Yed, <laughs> yed. Sorry, I know I'm on my yed right yeah. now. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I like that song, but it's not. It's not one of my top Blink songs, to be honest okay. with you. If y'all could have added any songs that weren't the ones that I've said, what would you add? Mine um, would have been Stay Together for the Kids, and that is probably my personal overall favorite, just because, I don't know, it's like it's just very sad and very like connected with me yeah. on a very like deep level at that age when I was, you know, What's still your able again? to, well, I'm uh, this many, if you turn <laughs> your brightness down. That's four. Yeah. No, dude, I put my thumbs up. Had you just put a single fist up in solidarity? Yeah, so I'm passionate about it. So what what song would you add? Yeah, so there's a couple. The Rock Show I also love. Really 
Take Off Your Pants and Jacket might be my all-time favorite album by theirs. So a lot of those singles are on there. Um, Damn It was the first one I ever listened to by we them. Don't, we don't cuss on this podcast. Yeah, Darn It. <laughs> Thank you. Darn It is the first uh, song I ever listened to by them. So there's also the heavy nostalgia factor. I, I think, think it's that may incredible. have been the first one I ever heard, too. It's also the first one Mark wrote, actually. Okay. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, Gorsh Darn It is um, Gorsh up there as well. And uh, Stay Together for the Kids is like one of the most like deep and sad songs yeah. that they yeah. wrote. So I, I would yeah, second I that it. notion. Okay, Stephen, what would you add? I have like three... Okay. I, like I always like try to like when it comes to like my, I'm always all over the place. T- top five to is hard. Like even I just did like popular ones. Yeah. So, like I wouldn't have had all the small things in my top five. Mm-hmm. So one of my favorite is uh, Man Overboard. Mm. Um, I like Man Overboard. I do love Dang It. Like that's that's uh, a good one. I like that song a lot. It's a good one. And then also, and I um, probably the one that I jammed to probably the hardest is Not Now. I really okay. like that. Okay, the yeah. drums. Yeah, the drums. The drums. That's Travis the Barker, the goat. Yep, he is the goat. I'm a big fan. All right, so our next top five is going to be Stevens' top five. Top five daddies. Whoa. Ooh. So. We're talking shredded daddies, wing daddies. Yeah. Are we talking? Are, are these all movie and TV daddies? Movie and TV. Okay. Uh, we'll say you watch these on a screen. <laughs> oh, you just told me Johnny sends us part of this. <laughs> so let's, get let's get started. Um, the okay. first one is going to be uh, the dad from Lizzie McGuire. Okay, so these are obscure. You were not lying. So yeah. Lizzie McGuire is not obscure. Please he was the one that I said do not I insult think about Hillary that way. My best friend was actually next door neighbors with her. Really? Oh, She's a Houston girl. She's the one that got is away. She, I didn't know that. Um, so my next one okay. is the dad from uh, *Brightburn*, mm. um, specifically the hunting scene, not the first hunting scene, <laughs> yeah. but the last the second, hunting oh, the scene. One, yeah, the yeah. one when he gets Spo- murdered. Yeah. Wait, Spoiler. the one in which he gets murdered. The He's, one in which he tells yes. his son not to pull out his cock right there. <laughs> the one where, yeah, the the part. Honestly, both work here, but <laughs> I'm gonna say the part where the guy. Shoots his son in the head with a hunting rifle, yes. and it does nothing. Okay, that's some big daddy energy uh, right yeah. there. <laughs> big daddy energy. That BDE. Um, so that's my number two. Okay. My number three. Oh, are is... you telling us the, the how you rank them? No, 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 no. Sorry, okay. I'm just going through one through okay, five. Okay, okay. Uh, my number three is Eddie Murphy and Daddy Daycare. Oh, I thought mm. you were, I thought you were going Haunted Mansion. No, no. We only talk about good movies here. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact. Like my, Daddy Daycare. Yeah. My number four is Yondu. Okay. Ooh, I like that one. Mm-hmm. And my number five is Johnny Sins. <laughs> Wait, Johnny who? Johnny uh, Sins. Uh, he's a he's a film star. <laughs> an adult, adult film adult star. Film he's star. an adult he's, film he's star. Okay. You've probably recognized him. He's Wait, was he the one you showed me in the meme of the ball? Yep, that's <laughs> <laughs> He's oh, the God. one. I was like, I've heard that name before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yesterday, <laughs> Zach mentioned him. <laughs> Within the past two days. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'll go ahead and begin. Okay. After or I rank these real quickly, give me three, two. Oh, it's gonna be hard for me. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah, who can be second to Johnny Sins? So yes, <laughs> I mean first, that's, we're, we're, we have different lists, Rob. We're not just talking about Stevens. Uh, first out the gate, we did. We're going one to five, correct? That's how we did yours. No, no, no. I I kind of well, I started uh, at five we and we ended up yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever, cool. whatever you want to do. I'm gonna go ahead and put number one as uh, Johnny Johnny Sins. Okay, um, I'm not, 
He just he offers a lot. He's okay. versatile. Any role he can do. Okay. Uh, my number two is Lizzie McGuire's dad. Okay. I feel like he didn't get enough credit for the household that he raised. I thought it was very. He did um, a good job. Yeah, he did a very good job. So Lizzie McGuire's dad gets number two. Um, number three is the dad from Brightburn. Um, to have the courage to shoot your own son the in the jump. head. Mm. Um, I mean, he basically he, he uh, old yellered his ass. <laughs> yeah. He took him out back <laughs> behind the shed. Go on, get. He basically took his ass behind the shed and tried to take him out. Is that how the, is that how they ended old yeller? I, I just know that reference, honestly. Gotcha. I, I know he... And also, they, yes. they take it out behind the shed and they shoot the dog. Oh, wow. I think it, like, broke his leg or something. No, I think it just looked at him funny. <laughs> Dude, don't cross that <laughs> dad. <laughs> That's some big daddy energy. <laughs> Did you just bark? All right. Uh, my Come number, on, kid. My number four is uh, Eddie Murphy uh, in Daddy Daycare. Not really anything about him being a dad. It's just that scene when he walks into the bathroom when that kid goes, I missed. And he goes, what do you mean you missed? And he's like, I missed. And, and he, he didn't wa- understand? Yeah, he walks in and you see him reacting to like the shit everywhere. And he looks up to the ceiling and there's shit on the ceiling apparently. So I just thought that was a good a good daddy scene. That reminds me of uh, in Bad Grandpa when at the very end. When you shit they're at the, the diner and it just lands <laughs> all over the wall. Yeah, like I feel like that's how they got that. Like how, how do you feasibly get that up? That there? also is the most iconic scene that I remember from Daddy, Daddy Daycare. Daycare. I yeah. don't remember. Or the fact that the Flash kid was actually fast, even though it's not a comic book movie. Oh yeah. Anyway, disgusting. So my number five is Yondu. Um, Psych. Like you thought he was going to be high on my list because he's MCU. He's not even an actual dad. He kind of raised. Peter, he's a but proxy he's not, dad. He's no, he's not a dad. He did not. He didn't do. Nah, I'm just kidding. No, but he. Uh, he I don't know. Hot take. He's blue. His son's white. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Well, you know, adoption. All right, Rob. What are yours? I just want to say I think what Stephen is saying is he hates people who adopt. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. Because, oh, actually, I guess my thing, well, Brightburn, they technically adopted, so I think I'm just yeah, that's true, all yeah. over the place. Anyway. Something about aliens and parents, man. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, all right. Um, number five, I'm going to get it to Johnny, just because I'm, look, this is y'all's podcast. I appreciate you having me, and I'm uncultured. Okay. I'm not familiar with this You gentleman. watch anime, you're not uncultured. <laughs> Thank you. Um, just not the adult anime. Uh, so I'm go. gonna throw him in number five just because I don't know who. Um, I'm gonna give number four to the Brightburn dad, <laughs> just because, like, man, from the beginning I was like, oh, you don't actually love your son, or you're not selling it to me. So I don't know. I get it now. Like, mm-hmm. hey, he was right all along. Yeah. Still didn't, like, maybe if he had a better father growing up, he wouldn't turn out to be the sociopathic murderer that he was. Maybe. Um, number three, I'm going to say old Lizzie Mick. Old Lizzie oh. McGuire. <laughs> okay. Um, number two, Yondu, because he's the kind of dad relation that it, like, I think is fun. It's fun. It's serious. It's like a little bit of a wild card. Yeah. Like, oh, maybe you shouldn't have given me that uh, Bud Light when I was four, but like, hey, I'm here now. Yeah. Um, and he's blue, you know? I'm blue. Abadi Abadai. If, um, if Aladdin. If, if, yeah, that's from that's a original Aladdin song. <laughs> yeah. Will Smith. Um, DJ Khaled. Featuring Paul Giamatti. Yes. 
Oh, yes. Ooh, is that a, a big fat liar? Big fat liar. Okay. Yeah, great movie. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Paul Giamatti is number one daddy in all of our hearts <laughs> for sure. Um, and but number one, I'm going to give it to Eddie Murphy just because Delirious. I know this isn't Daddy Daycare. <laughs> Delirious changed my life. Is that your favorite stand-up special? Definitely top five. Top five. Okay. So mine go uh, Johnny sends us five because mm. he he's he doesn't have kids. He's not a he's not, really, he he's, not a real, he's not a real father. Now don't get me wrong. He may be a father figure <laughs> to one of the three people in this room. And you know, Rob, that's your choice. But. <laughs> I, he doesn't have kids, and I think that's a, definitely a defining trait of a father. I'm just looking for that validation. <sighs> Look elsewhere. <laughs> My fourth is the Brightburn dad, because um, he's Roy from The Office, and he, uh, he, he doesn't do a good job of... That's where I recognize yeah, him. He doesn't do a good job of starting a family there, so that's a, that's a negative daddy point right mm-hmm. there. Can't um, even get married. On the daddy scale. Yeah, like, how are you going to have kids if you're not married? Science. Yeah, again, and, so when you tell me about this talk, I'm really excited to learn. <laughs> and so, yeah, so he's, he's my number four. Eddie Murphy is my three. I don't remember that movie, and I felt like I didn't want to put it too high or too low, so I put that bitch, I put that bitch in the middle. That's yeah. fair. Yondu is my number two because I think he did a good job of raising Sir Peter to be a fantastic man. Uh, he ends up treating women right, which is a big plus. I feel like that's hard for people to do nowadays. And he uh, he helps him kill his real dad. So <laughs> I think that's a that's a good a great that's father. A good, that's a good dad move. Great. And number move. one is obviously Lizzie McGuire's dad because he raised <clears throat> Lizzie McGuire. Saint. He raised Hillary Duff. He raised her to be the person she is today. And if it wasn't for him and those glasses and those teeth, <laughs> she wouldn't be the lady she is. Today. Another thing. Hillary McDuff to this day. When's the last time you saw her in anything? Um, She's she has a TBS show. Does she really? Mm-hmm. I stand corrected. She was on Shark Tank too. She still makes over half a million for every speaking engagement she does. Really? I would pay more than that just to hear her <laughs> speak. So I mean, you got to hand it to her. She's yeah. a Hillary's a great businesswoman. She's doing good. In a hometown hero. Yeah, for sure. Oh, from Houston. Hmm. Alright, All right. so our last top five is mm-hmm. Rob's top five. We're going to get meta here. Um, my top five list is top five... I was going to say uh, mediums of entertainment, but I I wanted to get rid of music. So music is honorable mention here. Yes. It's top five mediums of storytelling. Okay. You can still tell stories and music, but... Okay. I wanted to get rid of it. It's an honorable mention because it's so different than the rest. So, in no particular order, we have movies, television programs, books, and then this these two I lumped together: audiobooks slash podcast. Okay. Now, for the listener at home, note that you are listening to a <laughs> podcast right now. And I'm telling my story. And then lastly, I lumped these two together. Plays slash musicals. Okay. Okay, so what are you, have you already ranked yours? I have. Okay. Um, it's a bit tough. 
So at number five, I put books because, you know, who reads? Um, <laughs> no. So I do love books, but I have not read, and my roommates have given me some flack over this. I have not read for entertainment since elementary school. I think that's something that anyone above the age of like 20 has a hard time doing and like finding the time for. Yeah. So I, I very much get that. Like I read a lot of books, but like what I read now is like political, phil- philosophical, theological, uh, you know, all these kind of things. Um, so I have books at number five because in terms of mediums of stories, it's not really storytelling that I'm reading books for. Uh, now, number four. I'm going to have to go with plays and musicals. Okay. I love them. I am unashamed to admit the last mu- musical or play I saw was a year and a half ago. I saw Hamilton okay. when it came to Houston. I did cry for a little bit. Um, but a good play or a good musical, like there's so much energy and effort and they do it for years sometimes even decades that yeah they've got it down pat i think it's great but it's also very inaccessible for the most part unless it's traveling you have to go to new york city it's sells really out expensive at the, so they do them at the allen event center here and they sell out so quickly yeah exactly like the harry, so, the harry potter one that they had coming in here in hamilton and all the, all those yeah they sell out quick i'm gonna have that at number four um number three i'm gonna put tv shows Okay. And number two is movies, and I'll tell you why these two are neck and neck. To me, they're probably the most similar. Um, the issue I have is in terms of storytelling, a good TV show, you have 100 hours maybe to tell a good story. Game of Thrones was what, 70 hours of film? Maybe probably even more, more than 75, that, like 80? 69 or 70, or maybe, I don't know. There's yeah, it's like 72 episodes. episodes. It's like 80 some hours more than of an film. Hour. Yeah, some are more than an hour, some are less. Yeah. 80 hours of storytelling. A good movie can hit you in all the right places, even the wrong places, you know, if you're into it, yeah. in two to three hours. Yeah. Um, so that's why TV shows are number three, movies are number two. Number one is going to be audiobook slash podcast, primarily because that is what I consume the most. So I felt the need to put it at the top. Yeah. Personally. I might not enjoy it the most, but it's what I listen to the most. Okay. And it's also a budding new medium. Yeah. You know, can you have your coffee to last call or your weekly dose of entertainment just two years ago? I, I say no. Well, yeah, they didn't have the mics and all this. Exactly. Yeah. So definitely. All right, Stephen, what's your top five? Um, I'll start from five. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go play some musicals just because I've only been to one. It was Wicked. And it was also the musical Wicked. And um, it was good and all, but it's the only one I've been to. Actually, yeah. I lied. I've been to Oklahoma and Chicago. <laughs> I um, mean, and I, I mean, you've seen Grease enough, right? I mean, I know it's a movie. Um, so You just named three locations. Oklahoma, Chicago, Grease. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to a lot of places. Um, so, yeah, I'm just doing musicals last because I don't... I've never been... Or, I've been to a couple, and I wasn't crazy about them. Um, number four... Four, I'm going to do books, kind of the same thing. I don't read a lot. I should be reading more. Um, but when it comes to getting a good story, I I do enjoy reading. I just don't do it enough. So I can't, I don't have the, yeah. I don't it's, have the, it's proof. hard. It's, it's hard to find that time and that 
patience. And... It's more on myself than the medium yeah. itself. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number three, I'm going to put uh, audio slash podcast. If this was like two years ago, it would probably be my number two, but I just haven't been listening to anything a lot lately. Yeah. Um, I do enjoy them a lot. I do enjoy them. Um, you heard it just... here first. He wants you to turn it off right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I just, it's also, it's all, it's another investment. Um, and cause like when I'm driving, I'm typically just want to like rock out yeah. or whatnot. So I just, I just haven't had time to listen to anything really. So from there, it's really between movies and TV for number one and two. I want to say I probably watch more movies. It's kind of a tie. Um, I do agree with TV has more time to yeah. give you that story and the right movie can hit you in that two to three hours if done correctly. Um, but I feel like more than likely I get I get better results with TV. So I guess I'll put TV as one and okay. movies number yeah. two. I mean, the exact same pro for movie is the exact same con, right? That you have less time to really care about characters and stuff as yeah. well. So. so mine is five plays a musical. The only one I've ever seen. Actually, I've technically seen two. I've seen Lord of the Flies like in middle school. But the only one, I've, the professional one I've gone to see was Barney. And it, it was a musical, and I don't, I barely, I do remember being there. I remember that I went. So one one of those things, like your parents are like, "Oh yeah, we went and saw Barney," and you're like, "You're lying to me," or anything like that. So that that that's my first. My fourth is uh, my fifth. I love how you're writing off an entire medium because all you saw of it was Barney. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I like like I watch musicals, like but they're movie musicals. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. Not, yeah. It's the accessibility thing, and that's why podcast or fourth is I enjoy being able to listen to them. Like, just I feel like I'm accomplishing something while I'm driving. Like, mm-hmm. I'm listening to something. I'm gaining knowledge, whatever it is. So that's why that's fourth. Third is books. I would put books probably at number one if I had more time to read them. Mm-hmm. I had like I had a better place to read them. There's a lot of loud noises going on. There's just not a lot of time. But I feel like you can also, I mean, you can throw a book in your car, you know, and just kind of whenever you want to read it, you can read it wherever you want. Uh, My two is movies, and my one is TV shows because I like the time to develop characters. And whether that lands or not, I still, and I like more than anything being rewarded for putting time into something. And I think that's why I'll always enjoy something that's longer as opposed to shorter but I think short. I mean, it can be done either way. Yeah, you can do short, you can do long. But mm-hmm. well done is well done. But I All valid. Enjoy, I enjoy All that. Valid. I enjoy that payoff. I feel like ours, ours are pretty I similar. Think, yeah, I think. I mean, I think you guys are kind of wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> like entirely. No, but yeah, I, I did enjoy that. It made me think more about uh, what I'm doing with my time and yeah. what I could be doing. Uh, yeah, yeah, that free time. I will say, and I guess this is kind of a plug for CLC, but I have been reading. <laughs> need me cowboy in uh for our my, the other podcast and it is refreshing Will you show me one of those pages i, want, I just want to see what like a page of it looks like no no like open okay yeah and some hot stuff that's wow so yeah it's uh it's honestly it's it's fun because it's like a romance novel see I, it's my first time reading one so it's like girl porn but is johnny sims in it no I, that's not girl porn <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it's anyway. daddy all the way <laughs> um but yeah it's reading i i do find reading refreshing i wish i wish i did it more for sure and uh maybe i just need a 
another cowboy book to get me get maybe me to maybe more. that's it maybe it's just a series will get you into yeah it. so again at wde pod nice and at clc pod yes tell us what you're reading what are your top <laughs> fives of these three <laughs> let's get the interaction going yeah yep. pick it for up show, for show. pick it up so that is our top three top five top, top three, three top, top five top three top five so lastly, we are going to do an ode to ranch. This was actually a segment that was named by Rob because oh. we, yeah, I uh, I kind of we were kind of spitballing in a text group with Landon and Rob knows I'm a fan of ranch. Rob was there when the tequila chased by ranch happened. It may have been Rob's idea. It was my brainchild. It, it may, yeah. So this is this is appropriate. So we have that's some a- ASMR. Are we is going back to our ASMR for you? Yeah. Uh, we have goldfish, just an absolutely all-around fantastic yes, daily snack. And we have jalapeno ranch from Whataburger. Yes. So, Rob, as our guests, dig in. Ooh. Let us know what you think. Don't eat too close to the mic. I'm going to have a little hefty, hefty okay. dip. Steven. I like this. This is cute. So Stephen's going in on the jalapeno. It is a nice odor ranch. Is it an ode? I'm a I'm a double dip. Yeah, I mean you kind of what? I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, it's pretty out good. of the out of the. So this is the fourth one we've done. Is it the fourth one we've done? No, we didn't do one the first time. Oh, I just got twitch in my ear. Um, goldfish, goldfish, cookies, cookies. What wasabi, wasabi. wasabi. That's uh, it. I don't think we've done a third. This is my favorite. I think. Yeah. Actually, you can actually like taste the cheesiness of the goldfish. I think it may have to do with the jalapeno ranch also. Because yeah, it's definitely got that kick in there. But yeah. it's definitely like a cheesy, ranchy kick. Mm-hmm. So I'm, 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 I mean, look. If you were to give me wasabi almonds or if you were to give me cookies, I don't think I would ever consider dipping them in ranch. Give me goldfish, I wouldn't think twice about it. Like It seems like an obvious match made in heaven. That's true. I feel like goldfish aren't thought of as dipping... Food, but I think maybe it's because they're just small and misunderstood. Yeah, that's what Definitely this podcast so. was made for—to <laughs> yeah. change the opinion of them. Yeah, to be small and misunderstood. It's, and I, maybe it's because no one's thought about maybe using uh, goldfish as like a cereal and ranch as like the milk. Oh, I could do what oh. I used to do. So I used to walk around and like I'd go to Connor's house, like within my my neighborhood, mm-hmm. and I would get a big like big gold glass of milk. And I would just carry the box of cereal around, and I would just—I <laughs> don't know which one I did first, but I'd, I'd chug one, and then I'd put the other in my mouth as well. So I just made the cereal in my mouth. Yeah. You were a monster. I think. I mean, dude, I was only like twelve or thirteen then. I could have been bright bird. That yeah. was—I feel like that's the next natural step. So yeah, so that's going to be an ode to ranch. And you know it was. I hope y'all have a good weekend. End of the week. Yeah. See you guys later. See you.